Welcome, fellow bastards, to Bastards Backstage. This is where we find out a little bit more about our favorite bastards. Today's bastard is Carice. Carice was on a was on the uh, dine in and take out bracket that we had. She did a wonderful job. We absolutely love to have her. How are you doing today, there, love? I am well. I am well. Very excited to be here. That is great. We're gonna have a little fun. The plan today is fairly simple. We're going to have a little bit of fun and get to know you a little bit more. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. The first question is always a fun one. I try to keep it light. Go ahead and start now and we'll go and go ahead and get deep later on. How many square feet of pizza do you think you eat in a year? Probably not that many. I'm going to say like 10 sounds like a lot. Let's do 10. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you got to imagine each, I think a large pizza is like a foot and a half square. Is it? Yeah. yeah it's a 18 inches. So. Yeah. No, let's go 10. I think I'm good on 10. I don't think 10, 10's good. Do you have a favorite topping or a place to go? I love white pizza. Um, I, we live in Florida right now and the pizza here is pretty much garbage, like all of it, everywhere, <laughs> no matter where you go in Florida. So a really good slice of white pizza with some meatballs on it, life for me. I'm I'm the standard kind of guy. Like I, I don't think I've ever had meatball pizza. The, the craziest thing I've ever had on pizza is pineapples. Oh man, you're missing out. Meatballs, so good, so good. <laughs> I'm gonna have to try it one of these days. Like I'm uh middle america kind of guy i'm up here in iowa right now it's uh, beautiful weather outside but it's it's uh it's we're not really known for our pizza i guess but there's that my favorite time to eat pizza a bit was back when i was a kid that was in the 90s i'm a total 90s child from like the age of four to the age of like 14 that was my decade but we're going to talk about 90s music what is your favorite 90s jam? Got a few. Let's say Crazy Sexy Cool, TLC. Um, their album, oh my god. We'll, we'll, we'll go with Creep on that album. But honestly, that whole album, I could do that album all day, every day. Like the whole album from fun. We had a TLC song on the, on the 90s bracket that we just got done doing uh, this last Saturday. And Harvey mentioned you on that one. I wish I could remember what it was. It wasn't like like uh, waterfalls or something like that. Uh, no scrubs, I, I, I believe was the song. And uh, he wasn't a fan of the song, but he did vote for it just just because he knows that you're a huge fan of them. Oh, so, that's oh yeah, oh making the rest of us guys look bad. Oh. <laughs> well, that was back in the '90s. What are you jamming out to now? Do I jam out to now? I've got to say, I don't really listen to the radio very much. Um, if I do listen to something and it's newer, the only new artist I really, really like is Cardi B. And a lot of that is because I'm a big fan of love and hip hop and I just fell in love with her from there. And so she's just carried forward. But a lot of my playlists are like 90s, early 2000s music. So you kind of stick with what you know, and it's great, and you love it, and it's go, go and go. You are, like me, a fellow podcaster. Yeah, you have multiple podcasts. 
So I know you are well versed in having to deal with creative solutions. So I'm going to ask you this one: How do you describe the color yellow to a blind man? I would describe the color yellow as warm, not hot, because I feel hot would make me think of like red or even like an orange. I would say yellow is like a warm. It's a warm color. It's just I don't know. It's one of those feel good, warm, comfortable. It's color. it's the feeling of the sun on your skin. Sort of, because sometimes that that's hot、no. and it feels like a burn. <laughs> Like、yeah, I mean, I'm 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 from Iowa. You're in Florida. I'm pretty sure there's a minor temperature difference there. Yeah, the sun out. Minor being major. Yeah, man, that's why the all those like Florida man is just just goes craziest because、uh, because of the Florida heat. That's what it is. Because of the heat, the heat the gator. Yeah, well, I. I yeah. We're gonna stick with the color line on this one, and we're gonna go for a new color question. You are a new crayon in a brand new box. What color are you, and why? Brown, because I I don't want to be super dark, but I definitely am not too bright either. I don't know if that came out sounding right. Yeah, that、uh, I was sitting there going, it's like I I'm gonna disagree with the too the too bright comment. You've I've I've listened to your your podcast before, and the the term the、uh, the term not too bright is definitely not one of the things that I would go ahead and describe you as. You are a very smart person, and I'm just gonna go ahead and let the people listening to the show go ahead and check out her show her shows as well. There's multiples of them. One of them, of course, is Love Is Black, which is what Harvey is from. Uh, you can go ahead and listen to her beautiful voice on there on there as well. She's the she's the smarter one of the two. Shout out to Harvey on that one. Shout out to Harvey. <laughs> Speak, speaking of Harvey too, he he may be involved in this next question. What is the funniest thing to happen to you recently? Many funny things have happened to me recently. What is the funniest thing that happened to me recently? I don't know. I don't feel like that many funny things have happened. I've been so overwhelmingly busy that I don't think I've allowed anything funny to happen. That is your challenge for this week, though. You you, you got to focus on the funny parts of life because that is that is one thing that I absolutely enjoy is looking at the absolutely stupid parts of life that we have to deal with, and you realize it's like you know what, that is just hilarious, and and it makes you smile. And I think that's one thing that the world needs is a little bit more smiles. Actually,、Absolutely. a lot more smiles. But there you go.、Uh, polling family and friends. Okay. What would they say you are most known for? My smile. Like I think I'm always smiling. If I'm in a room, sometimes I'm just like awkwardly smiling. I do have an awkward laugh. That kind of like stems from a smile. So when I'm uncomfortable, I might be laughing too, or yeah. So I would say my smile because for some reason it's no matter what's going on, I'm smiling. That is a good thing to be known for. The next question is kind of a. It, I'm, I'm looking for the. I'm looking for a question to answer a question, and and you will get my get get my version on this one. What is one question you will never answer in public? Question I will never answer in public. What is my biggest regret? 
That's a, that's, that's a thought-provoking one, too. That question has a tendency to bring the mood down a little bit. It didn't really do on this one, but I'm going to go ahead and lighten the mood a whole bunch more with this one. A penguin waddles through your doorway wearing a sombrero. What does he say to you, and, and why is he there? Hola, señorita. Uh, yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> I don't know. I would assume the penguin speaks Spanish. This is like an Argentinian penguin. <laughs> it's just coming wearing a sombrero because, I don't know, it just flew in from South America. Really, really, really south of the border. <laughs> all right let's have a little bit more fun on this one a lot of people do the entire true truth two truths and a lie i'm not really a fan of that i don't really think it gets the creative juices going i tend to be a very creative guy of the podcast we have so i'm going to flip it around how about two lies and a truth two things that are plausible but not exactly true and one thing that kind of sounds implausible but definitely is and you don't have to tell us which is which two lies and truth. Um, I do not have a favorite color. I was in a, I was a victim of a hit and run by a police officer. And I am double jointed. Nice. If you could pick any character from any type of media, meaning uh, movies, cartoon, uh, comic books, so on and so forth. Who would you want to be and why? Um, I would want to be, oh man, I'm gonna throw this back to the 90s, okay, back. Oh, no, never mind. If I could be anybody, oh my gosh, I would want to be a character that would be all my own, honestly. I, I wouldn't want to be like, whatever. I would want to be a part of the Avatar crew, like the um, Last Airbender Avatar crew. Like, I want to hang out with okay. And Sokka, like I would want to hang out with them, and we just go like roaming across the four nations together. See, that's not the first Avatar that I thought of, and that's that. Which I I don't know why it's not the first one I thought of because you, you did say bringing it back to the '90s, and of course the the blue Avatar didn't really come out until like late 2000s ish, 2009, 2011, around there. So. There's that one. This next question, you get to be as selfish as possible. This is all about you. This is all about you. How would you spend $1 million on yourself? A trip around the world. So there's this awesome cruise where, well, yes, I don't think the cruise would cost itself a million dollars, but probably mm -hmm. I'd have excursions every stop. But there's a cruise that goes all the way around the world. It's like a six month cruise. I would hop on that in a hot second i would get the most expensive room i'd probably have like the penthouse on the cruise ship and then like every single stop we're doing excursions or like trips or something awesome but i would spend it all up that sounds like a lot of fun actually mm -hmm. who was your celebrity crush as a teenager as a teenager i was a big fan of um I wonder if I was still a teenager. I think so, probably. Big fan of Immature, IMX, what they eventually became, but that's like Marcus Houston, who was Batman, and then LTP and Romeo and whatever. So R&B group from the 90s and then kind of carried over into the early 2000s a little bit. But I 
super, super, super big fan of Romeo in that group. Ugh. If you could join a fictional family, that means joining them, not, not replacing somebody. If you could join a fictional family, who would they be? Way back when, I probably would have said the Cosby's. But now, you know, I wouldn't say that at all. I'd be concerned about my drink. Um, I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say that I'd probably join like the Family Matters family and like hang out with Steve Urkel and laugh all day long. Carl Winslow and uh, Harriet. Oh, yeah. I, you know what's really funny is that like I, I I had a slight crush on on the girls in that group too, and now twenty years down the road I cannot remember their names for the life of me, but I remember the dad's name, ironically enough, probably because because I'm a dad now, and yeah, it's just <laughs> just what I don't know how that happened, but I don't know life life changes I guess. It definitely does. Speaking of life. And jumping into the future a little bit now, because we, we had a little past conversation. We'll talk about goals. Uh, okay. What is your one year, your five year, and your 10 year goals? One year from now, I want to be a little bit more free with my schedule. I think that right now I've got a lot of flexibility in my schedule, but I have no freedom. And so I want to be able to wake up and determine whatever I want to do for that day. That is one year goal. Five years from now, I hope to be um, probably a little more of a nomad. I really want to explore and travel a little bit more. And so maybe just getting off the grid a little bit. 10 years from now, whew, I want to be slowing down. I want to be ready for retirement, honestly. I'm ready for retirement now like if if i could retire and not go to work tomorrow i, I am set <laughs> it's not gonna happen but like i'd be set exactly which is why it's like 10 years I'm like i give myself 10 years to try to get there it's one of the win the lottery type questions like like if you won the lottery will you go back to work tomorrow i'm like yeah i would but i guarantee you my my boss would know that i'm no longer there for their benefit i'm there just because i don't want to spend time at home anymore I'm bored, so I come to work. That's what it is. Oh my gosh, I don't want to right. just want anybody to bother me. Like I would go to work just so that nobody's asking me for money. Nobody knows that I won. I just kind of like keep my same routine, and then eventually they're like, "Oh, but I got fired from work or something like that." Yeah, just, just yeah, just go out, have fun for the day. You're considered. You're still going to work. You're considered a freelance specialist. There you go. People's like, well, what's that? It's like I don't know. It's just, it's just a job that I, I made up because I, I because I have this whole bunch of money and I, I want to go to work. If you like this podcast, please show us some love and give us a like, a share, and add a subscribe while you're there. After all, it's free and it helps us to spread this bastardly fun. We're gonna talk about words. I absolutely love words. Words make up uh, my podcasting, the, the entire storyline, everything else I'm trying to do. Uh, trying to give words to my kid. Trying to, my, I have a three-year-old right now, so I'm trying to get him to 
talk more and everything else. So I love words. We're going to talk about words for a minute. What is your favorite word? I don't know that I have a favorite word per se, um, but if I had to pick one, I would say it's probably something that sounds kind of funky, like shenanigans or something like that. I had a friend of mine tell me that it's like hoot nanny. Hoot nanny is that a hoot nanny? Yeah, I, I, I believe it is. Uh, hoot, <laughs> crap, hoot nanny shenanigans uh caddy corner caddy wampus yeah they're all i just words that i absolutely love because they're so absolutely absolutely ridiculous yeah <laughs> okay. um okay well what about your least favorite word if you do not have a least favorite word what is one word you just want to get rid of i do not like to say the word i do there are eight-legged creatures that exist on this earth um, they're part of the arachnid family. I do not like to say that word, like what they are. I do not like them. I have a lot of arachnophobia, even the little, little ones. I'm convinced that is how I die one day. It will be one of those eight-legged creatures. And so I don't like to say the S word. Well, and there's a, there's a lot of them down there where, where you live too, because it's warmer. The ground really doesn't freeze. So they're not only more they're bigger than what we have here don't remind so. me <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, no i what i'm saying is that i i get you i get you where you're coming from um we don't have as many of those in iowa up here because but we also have like negative 20 degree temperatures too about ah. like four months four months of the year so it's a trade-off it's like a little give and take it's a trade-off. All right. So that's your least favorite word. The f funnest question for a lot of people on this show is, what is your favorite swear word? I don't know that I have a favorite. The one I say most often is probably fuck. Without a doubt, that comes out of my mouth more than any other word. See, I, I've never considered fuck a swear word, though. Swear word is, I, I consider... No, because I, I I use it so often and so fluently anymore that it's not a swear word is considered a sentence enhancer or um, a little bit of spice to vocabulary. That is fair. That's what that I is. A swear um, word because it's probably the only thing they bleep out nowadays. Like you could say literally any other thing on TV, but it feels like definitely. Yeah, can't. there's. There's a lot of words that, that are referred to one letter that you just can't say anymore. And some of them you really shouldn't say just because it's there's there's no meaning to it, but a bad meaning. Absolutely. And I don't uh, I I don't believe in swear words. I, I, I'm very I'm very vocal on this one. I, I don't. I believe that uh, George Carlin once said it's like there's 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 like a hundred thousand different words out there and only seven you can't say on TV what makes these words bad words and uh my well uh she was like seven at the time so when i, I told her this my seven-year-old understand this quite well because i told her one day i go you call somebody poo poo head in like kindergarten it's cute i'm like oh you you're a poo poo head it's cute but you call somebody a shithead as an adult <laughs> it's a swear word What's the difference between a poo-poo head and a shithead? About 10 Nothing. years. Yeah, about <laughs> 10 years. There, 
There is nothing difference between the two. It means the same meaning. I told her the only thing I consider a swear word is anything that you say with the that is meant with the direct intention to hurt somebody. Mm. Meaning, I don't consider shit a swear word or fuck a swear word. But if you call somebody stupid, like dude, you're you're just freaking stupid. Stupid would be a swear word to that context. Yeah, it's not it's not what it's not what you say or it's how you say it. It is the intention behind what you say. Yeah, so, it. that's that's how I, I described it to her, and she was she was really young at the time. And she's like, okay, I just walked off. Like I really hope she actually un- understood that, and she does. So, which is really nice. But who? I don't really have a tra- uh, transition from from that from that answer to this one. Right. Uh, who or what in this world inspires you? Who inspires me? I am always inspired by uh, my family, my little immediate family here, uh, the children, Harv. Just I'm always inspired to do more and to be better just by being around them. And what in the words of uh, Peter Griffin grinds your gears? What just shuts you down? Gosh, driving. I love driving, but only when there's nobody else on the road. Because people who honk their horns, that grinds my gears. Like, there's nothing I hate more. I, I, oh, I don't like people who honk their horns. Secondly, I really dislike people who just don't know which lane they're supposed to be in. Like, you keep right past left. It's very simple. I think so. I think that there's no two ways around it. Keep right past left. Oh, people who don't understand that simple concept grind my gears. Like, hands down, driving and like all the stupid people who are on the road driving with me grind my gears. I always tell people, it's like, if you, if you're behind me at a stoplight and the stoplight turned, the stoplight turned green and you automatically honk at me within like two seconds, I'm going to stay there until right, until I, I notice the, the other lights going to change. And then I'm, I'm going to go right, right when it turns red. So you have to stay there the entire time. That is just being impolite, dude. Like if you can't wait more than five seconds for me to go, like you never know, I'm, I might be texting when I'm not driving because <laughs> I'm stopping a stoplight. Yes. So that works. It works. I'm not dri- I'm not driving at the time. I'm sitting in my car waiting for the light to change. I can send a text so I'm not texting while, while physically driving. Yes. You have a very cool job. I have t- talked to your husband about it a little bit. He, he give, he's given me a little bit of a rundown what you do. Um, you're a very professional person. Um, but... If you could do a job that you know that you would never fail at, what would you love to do? What is your dream job? I, well, I don't think I could fail at it, but I would be a flight attendant. I think that would be like super awesome. I don't know why, but I really love to travel. My favorite place to be is an airport. I'm an odd person just like that. Um, no, I so agree. I would love to be like a flight attendant. They don't make enough money though, and there's not no. word mobility, so it's not for me. <laughs> you could say the sky's the limit on that one. Ah! <laughs> Rim shot, but up to. 
<laughs> All right. You know, I'm glad I got you, got you made you laugh on that. It was a really dumb joke. <laughs> I do those all day long. Harvey hates it. <laughs> I do the really dumb dad jokes that, that are my, that's my favorite, my favorite thing. I think my, my favorite dad joke in the world has got to be, um, uh, crap. Why did the bicycle fall down? Because it, it was too tired. Oh, <laughs> it's really really dumb but i love them and it's 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 those stupid things in life that just make you laugh and it makes you feel good and say laughter the best uh, the best medicine so if you have the ability to go out there and laugh more you're gonna live longer if you yeah. live longer you get to spend you get to spend more time with your family you get to do do more stuff out there and to be perfectly honest i would really hate to be like 80 years old and just bumming everybody out that's just just me though that's fair uh, so that was your dream job what is one job that you'd absolutely hate to do i would hate to do anything that involves like our, our meat processing like the way we deal with meat in america or even anywhere in the world honestly i don't want to be involved in any part of that i wouldn't want to be at the slaughterhouse i wouldn't want to be like the butcher i wouldn't want to be dealing with any of it I'm going to have to agree with that one. That's not something I'd ever want to do, too. Yeah, no. My dad did that for about 15 years. Worked at a, ho a hog factory. Wow. For, like, uh, a company company called Hormel. Uh, oh. They make, like, hot dogs and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he worked there for, like, 15 years. And I told him, I told him one day, uh, I, dude, I made him cry. I oh. my, my dad's a big dude. And I, I made him cry because I was fighting for custody for custody of my daughter at the time and he told me um flat out we were out, out there playing pool he said that he says that i i wish i was half the dad that that you're that that you're being right now and i told him flat out i go you worked at a job that you hated like you could tell when you came home because he worked like 12 hour days that you hated you sat down in the chair all you wanted was some food you ate your food you went to bed you woke up like six hours later and went back to work so you went to you can't you went to a job you worked there hated it for 15 years just so your family could not really have to want for anything i don't think i have i i don't think i could be half the man that you were so and yeah we were in the middle of a crowded bar when i said that and he started crying in front of his friends i love that yeah it it, it, it wasn't a good look for him but then he he explained it. i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure he got a date that night because of it though but sweet uh, yeah sweet nice lady didn't really work out but that's what happens if heaven does exist what would you like God to say to you or what you want to say to God when you arrive at the pearly gates? I would like him to say you did good. Like, that's it. Like, I don't need any more validation than that. Just like you did good. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Where's the coffee? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want written on your tombstone? Or if you if you're not a fan of tombstones, because I, I, I know a lot of people aren't, not a fan fan of tombstones. What do you want your dying words to be? 
I don't know about my dying words. Let's focus on the tombstone. Even though I think I would rather be cremated, but if I had a tombstone, um, if nobody cared what I wanted and they buried me anyway and I had a tombstone, um, I don't know. I would want it to say something really funny. I actually wouldn't want it to say anything like, you know, too sweet or whatever, or like, here lies mother, friend, blah, 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 blah. It would probably need to say something funny, like maybe a, a cool joke. Like, you know, what do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. Awesome. Put that on my tombstone. It's funny. It'll bring some light to the area. Is there anything you want to say to your fans or the world at large if you could i really hate to i hate to use the word preach but if you could if you if there's something that you want the world to know like giving the world advice what what would you say my number one tip or advice is always to advocate for yourself i think that not enough of us listen to ourselves and I think there's always something that we want or something that we feel might be off or something is just not right. Advocate for yourself. I don't care where you are, if it's in your career, if it's in you know just your medical care, like your health, if it's just for you, advocate for yourself against you. Sometimes you have your own self-talk or self-doubt or whatever, advocate for yourself like you have to go out and push and strive and try to achieve more we only live once we don't know how long we're going to be here you might as well make the absolute fucking most of it and the final question as always is where can our lovely people find you literally everywhere and nowhere all at the same time <laughs> so <laughs> you can find me on my website um, a lot of people do. It's the myospot.com, T-H-E-M-Y-O-S-P-O-T.com. Um, you can find me on various podcasts. I've recorded over 50 podcasts just talking about what I do, myofunctional therapy. If you're interested, go to my website. You'll learn more. You can listen to me talking with my husband um, about all things Black love and just relationships and and just having a ball you'll get to listen to me because i'm really super funny and he's like eh, he's just there to laugh at my jokes that's the love is black podcast uh, and you can follow me on facebook instagram or tiktok i am at the myospot t-h-e-m-y-o-s-p-o-t and for you uh lighter skinned people out there as well it's not just a love is black is not only a show for for black people as well it is for white people i've learned Prop, I've learned more than I really realistically should have, meaning it's stuff that I didn't know and um, I, I never even thought about before. It, it's a show that you you go in for the for the laughter and everything because there's a lot of jokes and everything else, but there's a lot of stuff that you come out not only learning about about the, the host, um, but knowing and questioning yourself on, and it has a tendency to bring a little bit more deeper meaning to not only your into yourself but you can bring into your relationship as well and i've i've talked about these conversations with, with my, my wife since then and everything else and it's a it's, it's a good show it, it 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 really is like i i can't i can't say anything against it and to be perfectly honest right now i wouldn't anyway because uh one of the hosts is here and i wouldn't really make one here to feel bad so 
but I don't have that issue because I honestly don't have anything bad to say about it. As far as my lovely voice, which is getting kind of hoarse right now, you can go ahead and find me. Um, I am Freddie Fisher on Facebook. You can find me at that. Also on Bracketology, we have two different polls going every single day. Currently, it's Harry Potter and uh, uh, one's about to end. So the next one is going to be Toon Villains, which is... It's looking actually kind of cool. Uh, other than that, it's uh, Bracket Bastard. The S Ambassadors is a dollar sign. There's a story back there somewhere in the first first episodes. On Twitter, it's uh, Bastard. They warned you about Bracket Pod as well. And, and as always, on Instagram at Can't Lick Me. Other than <laughs> other than that, other than that, I will leave you the same way that I have left every single show. Uh, as far as backstage goes, and that is with this simple quote. It is okay to be a bastard. Just 